様本当の名は何という<笑>ジュゲムジュゲム五島のすり切れカイジャリ水源の水源末雲来末風来末クーネルところに住むところ櫓小路のブラ小路パイポパイポパイポの修林岩修林岩のグーリン大グーリン大のポンポコビーポンポコナーの超救命の長介キングダナ私の名もジュゲムジュゲム五行のセリフでカイジャリスゲムスゲムマツウンライマツウンライマツウクーネルところに住むところヤブラコージブラコージパイポパイポのシュリンガンシュリンガンのグリンダイグリンダイのポンポコビーのポンポコナーの長久 Hello everyone and welcome once again to 5 grams of iron the official podcast of the anime of the manga of the Hiromu Arakawa Yep There we go I'm Eddie Colazzo and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby forgot to do the nickname That's okay I'm Miraculous Powers who are you? <laughs> um, let me kind of scroll back through the Rolodex and see which one I can kind of just rip off the the top of my. I see. I was gonna say Tony Baloney, but <laughs> the, the chief of police, the chief, because his name is Tony Baloney. His name is Tony Baloney, and if you can believe it, he's a racist police officer. They stand in solidarity with Tony Baloney. <laughs> let me um try to figure out another tasty meat product. I'm Johnny Pastrami. You get Joey Baloney, the other racist uh, police officer. <laughs> no, I'm I'm Johnny Pastrami. Okay, so yeah, who is anyway. Antifa? From what I understand, who is Antifa? He's the leader of Antifa. Uh, we 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 found uh, these deadly projectiles thrown by Antifa goons at an otherwise peaceful rally, and it's a fucking thin <laughs> sliced really salami. Going, they're going through the trash at Wawa, and they're like, "We tactically got this wrapper tossed at us that we believe was laced with cyanide." We we, ta- we tactically ascertained a kinetic weapon that was forcefully ejected from the uh, bicep and tricep region of an Antifa super soldier, and we- it's one of the fucking like small slushy uh, yeah. size drinks, empty. We intercepted this hoagie style sandwich outside of the hoagie fest quadrant. We're, we're, we're these are sheet style agitators. Uh, and no, at first it was reported that the hoagie style sandwich tripped. But then later reported that the hoagie style sandwich was both an agitator and Antifa. Right. Uh, so we, we were forced to eat the garbage sandwich that we found in the dumpster. <laughs> so Antifa wouldn't have any more deadly weaponry to assault us with. Antifa anarchists are forcing me to eat the garbage in the back of the precinct. And, uh, a, a police reports state that what, that, uh, uh, Tony Soprano, the police chief, was taken and forced fed a beefsteak burger behind the Wawa by Antifa goons and thugs. Uh, I, I am wading into my pool at home. There is a gang of Antifa duck style terrorists in my pool. <laughs> Antifa duck style terrorists engaged in agitating quacks and honks outside of my residence. They are, they are doing counterinsurgency into my pool filter. Requesting backup. <laughs> Requesting backup. We need the full force behind here. Anyway, good shit. Yeah, good shit. Um, that was the fun segment. Fuck them. Hope you're getting out there, everybody. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, want to talk about anime? Yeah, let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about a non-political anime <laughs> that simply allows you to sit and enjoy the uh-huh. colors on your screen. From the uh, makers of Heavy Rain comes Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> Which was not inspired by any events until you post on Twitter, damn, I made this game. <laughs> we, d- we tried to warn you, Mr. Yeah. Officer. We gave you all the clues. <laughs> you won't be laughing when you hear his name, Joey Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> First episode is episode 43, Bite of the Ant. Uh, who is the ant in this one? Oh, I remember. Oh, good. I'm glad you do. I feel I'm, like I know. I, I don't, I'm not entirely, hey, maybe it has different interpretations. No, it's Commander Drachma. It's Commander Drachma. Uh, this episode starts with them getting obliterated by everyone on Briggs, <laughs> standing with cannons and not moving at all. They're doing Watchers on the Wall too, and the, the Drachma general is like, Hmm, what the fuck? We're all getting obliterated. Kimberly, you said we'd be greeted as liberators. What the fuck? What, what it took uh, Game of Thrones an entire episode to do, uh, Full Metal Alchemist does off-screen in between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly's the freaking Joker, dude. Was this my voice for the last time? Yeah, I am Drachma. So. Kimberly, Kimberly, we are being tactically assaulted with Hoggy Fest sandwiches. Again, <laughs> you said this would not... 
So then this guy takes a fucking, like, cannon directly to his dome and is obliterated. Mm-hmm. And then Kimberly, Kimberly smiles to the camera and says, crest of blood. Yeah. He says, mm, check, please. And then we hear the, the intro. He posted on Reddit to find a loophole into the crest of blood demand from the homunculus government. <laughs> Um, I then, guess it it, it does, never states it has to be your own attacking your own country. You just got to get a lot of dead people. Yeah. So. And then B- Buccaneer and Miles on top of the the wall are like flawless victory. Flawless victory. It. Hmm. This was a bit easy. Remember me, Miles? Anyway. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be appearing further in these two episodes. Yeah. I really, I thought, because Arakawa does often um, give us her trick where she introduces a new like tertiary character and then it's like, Surprise! You care about this person deeply, which happens a lot in this these uh, every other episode. So I was like, "Oh, I bet the Drachma Commander is going to have some interesting." Nope. <laughs> that's that's me later. Like, oh, remember this like weird rat guy who was Greed's friend? Hey, yeah, he's <laughs> oh here. man, I'm so sad that I don't remember the rat guy at all. <laughs> it started. His name was. His, I think his Dito? name was like D, his name was Devo or something. Let yeah. Me look. Uh, <laughs> are, are we not rats? Beto. No, we are Beto. Beto, yeah. And he had to say, he had to say, how could you do this to your own friend, me, Beto? And I was like, oh yeah, that's Beto. <laughs> Ling Yao is doing the work of showing me flashbacks and I'm still like, can't help you out. Get, no, no, head empty, sorry. <laughs> Beto turning to me in the movie theater. I'm Beto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get Alphonse and he's learning Alkahestry with Mei Chan. And she says, in Alkahestry, you read the dragon senses. And he says, I'm telling you, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, six or seven Ishvalans from this Ishvalan village show up, and that's when I'm finally like, oh, it's the Ishvalan village mm-hmm. that Scar was talking ju- about. And they're just, like, bullying Mr. Yoki as he deserves. Yeah, and, you know, I I appreciate that. Because, like, yeah, mm-hmm. Gerso is like, hey, I'm leaving for supplies. Please tell Zampano this will not come up later. And then Mr. Mm-hmm. Yoki shows up and he's like, where the fuck is Zampano? Yeah. Uh, but guess what? Uh, Gerso, I believe, went to, to rendezvous with Envy. It was Gerso's trick. Who He was calling on the phone last week, and he's like, uh, we have a uh, a secret situation to handle. And we said, oh no, Gerso is bad. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. oh no, my least favorite, like, reformed bad guy might be bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, he walks up and sees a, a, a hooded Ishvalan youth and says, this way, Ishvalan, I'll take you there. And then the Ishvalan youth says, hello, I'm Envy, speaking with Envy's voice. <laughs> Oh, I dropped the Philosopher's Stone that cre- is me. It's me, actually, Whoops. in there. I, I, I dropped the Philosopher's Stone for my monster soul. Let me pick <laughs> that up real quick. For my magnum worm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go back to uh, fucking Bradley's office, where it's just five minutes of him being like, Hey, Visa <laughs> Hawkeye, are you I, un- I understand that you've seen my little boy and also that I'm humongous. Do you think it's interesting? What do you think? How do you feel about me being Jungulus Hawkeye? Are you this vexed? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, a little bit, to be honest. And I, mean, I, don't, like, I don't really like that your family is fake. I, I don't care for that very much. So he says, hmm. I don't a, like a typical, that a little boy lives in my shadow at all times. I don't think. A, a, a typical uh, idea for a human to have, but con- have you considered that I'm actually a wife guy now? He says, ooh, I love my wife. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Riza Hawkeye. Have you thought for one moment that I love my wife? Hmm? You He's didn't. Everything. You cannot fathom yeah. <laughs> the complexities. Yeah, he says, struggle well, incel. I yes. love my wife. And he's, yeah, so, yeah, he's, like, his power was given to him because he's, like, he's nasty little humongous. And mm-hmm. even his rank and his beautiful son. But he loves his wife and he chose her, which I love. I love wife guy King Bradley. Yeah, he's getting better. I can't wait for his face turn when he finds out that Envy murdered a wife guy. Oh shit. He's gonna be yeah, so he pissed. <laughs> he he know he all he knows is that like, oh, Envy killed like uh, one of the conspirators yeah, a dog in Mustang's of war game. or whatever. But he didn't know how much uh he was a wife guy, so Yeah, Envy really probably had to be that. like there were no pictures at the scene. Um <laughs> <laughs> We we saw the like blood a trail over the picture because the last time the, that was the picture was shown because Envy knew to dispose of the evidence. Right. Um, and that, that that's basically it, I think, for this scene. Yeah, right? like he to, just says, "Are he just says, are you owned?" And then he literally <laughs> sips tea, and then we go to the next. Uh, we go to Doctor Marco talking to some guy about the fifth lab. 
Can I tell you, I completely forgot about Dr. Marco's trick. Oh, I yeah. I have no memory of this happening at all. You just kind of um, thought that he was, like, a guy who was ugly and became uglier. And then... I, I mean, I, I knew he had, like, a role to play, but I didn't know he went fucking uh, Super Saiyan God. And, yeah, like... I didn't think he would have, like, a badass anime monologue. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, hmm, I wonder how all the higher-ups from the Undertale lab are doing. And then Zampano's like, what's up, everybody? I found this random drifter. I f- hello, my, uh, my name is Zampano. And, and I'm I here found... to say... And and then Envy's just like, shut up, you can stop acting, it's me, Envy. Guess yeah. what? I'm here to kill you, Dr. Marco. Uh, but Envy's walking and these, like, big icicle hands and fingers are exploding. Hi, Kim. Hello! Uh, and and they're like, oh, this is uh, advanced alchemy that uh, it activates, like, a landmine. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't know they had this type of technology. Uh-huh. And then we find out it's just Mei-Chan in an igloo, like... Yeah, doing Totoroki like, oh. shit. She's like, oh, distance alchemy, alkahestry, of course. Everyone knows what this is. Here's here's my thing. This might not be as um, cutting a critique uh, now that I know that it was Marco's trick, but mm-hmm. I was losing it because what was the reason that Envy couldn't have just been regular? Like, big? Well, no, that, that, I'm talking about, like, when, like, Envy, like, shows up as, like, the random drifter, and uh-huh. and then, like... Like, Zampano's never seen Envy before. And, like, you know what? Even if Envy had to go through, like, a city or something, no one knows who Envy is. Envy fucking lives for drama. It really was just for the drama. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it was fucking Zampano's trick, and then they step step into some spikes, and... um, Oh, this is when Envy's like, "Mm, No worries, I'm a genius, and I will retrace your footsteps in order to not get hurt. Sun Tzu, art of war. And then it keeps exploding, and I think Dr. Marco says, how does it feel to be made a mockery of by someone you treated like scum and trash? <laughs> Not only scum, but also trash. But also, I think yeah. it was like, like, Envy does become humongous, but like, I was, I know that Envy's thing is like shape-shifting and doing Mystique X-Men kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but I was kind of like, I feel like Envy can like jump a hundred feet at a time from a standing position. Does that, yeah, probably. Like, would you second guess it if Envy was like, oh, no problem, and just, like, did, like, woohoo, and did, like, a fucking Mario long jump? I just feel like... <laughs> that really? Yeah, I feel but like, I, yeah, we wouldn't have been, like, taking issue with that. We would have just been like, oh, they're humongous, and that's, like... I, I feel like you could say, like, oh, Envy was tricked, and Envy's like, no, I will not be tricked by these humans. I'm just going to defeat them in the normal style to show that I'm better. Right, because they're so bad, and they're little worms, so to speak. Mm-mm. So then, yeah, Envy um, becomes fucking pissed and becomes the large green monster with, like, torso people. and Envy becomes big Nathan explosion. And uh, Zampano and Gerso say, activate beast mode. And we're humbulgous. And they become epic. <laughs> and they shoot spikes. And they're very fast. And fucking Barry the Chopper would have had those souls off of Envy in a second. Immediately. Gone. No chance. Yeah. Uh, so Envy's like, oh, shitty chimeras. And they say, don't sell us pieces of crap short. Like you, all all their owns are just them saying how shitty they are. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Marco gets caught in Envy's tongue, and Envy, Envy's so cool, dude. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Like, like they're like it's punishment time. I told you I'd wipe out the entire village, and then just like fucking flicks Marco with yeah, like a flick, fucking ten foot head. head. Like it's so yeah. fucking cool. Uh, but uh, Envy was distracted because Scar jumps up on Envy's back and does a big Scar punch. Right. Envy doesn't like that at all. Does the, the magical en- alchemy touch. Uh, Envy does a big gross... The tongue looked really nasty, though. Yeah, it's got, like, little guys in it. Don't care for that. Uh-huh. Uh, So, Big Tongue grabs Marco and is like, Oh, here I go. I'm gonna break all of your bones and kill you dead. Um, And then Envy's like, Are, are you mad? Because uh, all your friends were turned into philosophizing stones. So then the the camera turns to Dr. Marco and he has extremely detailed, like, Josuke face. <laughs> I have says, something that you'll never have. My friends! My friends, huh? He says, since I know how to make philosopher stones, I also know how to destroy them. And he takes off his glove and he has an alchemy symbol on it. Yeah! yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Punches Envy in the face. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and then there's, like, a huge en- Envy explosion going, ah! And he's fucking, like, molting and shitting and farting everywhere and still talking shit. 
Uh, then it goes to like the mid episode, Full Metal Alchemist, and you see Tim Marco doing like huge fucking like explosion yeah, blast he's, hands. He's doing Dane Cook super finger. It's super badass. <laughs> it's awesome. And then we and see the next two unstrungs. Olivier and Alex, and it's Olivier like strong in the front and a tiny. It's like when SpongeBob sees himself in the commercial is like um Alex in the background like crying. <laughs> yeah, he's doing he's doing like the two fingers together like big eyes emoji. Yeah. Please, may I have a crumb of wigs? <laughs> no! Um, we go back and Envy is just shitting and farting and exploding everywhere and says, this can't be happening to me, Envy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. It's pretty messed up. Uh, and Envy, first, so Envy turns from, like, big uh, green giant mode to, like, regular Envy that we know, but, like, all melty and yeah, nasty. Cool and and a little, a little, like, green worm with teeth. A little like Echoes out. Act One like, looking little goblin pops yeah, out. Yeah, this is this is what Echoes Echoes looked like in the egg, like before. <laughs> Echoes Act out. Zero. Yeah, and it's like my first thought um, because I'm a genius was like, oh, I get it. Envy is green after all, but also it's that like they're a little bug. Like that's it's the a little, it's thing. like a little worm creature. Yeah, yeah. And then someone picks Envy up and says, "This is the guy that was manipulating us." <laughs> Yeah, fucking Jaom from Monster Factory was doing yeah, brain yeah. tricks on us. <laughs> this is this is like yeah, it's the fucking like a uh, microscopic form of Jaom. Yeah, me beautiful spools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my next note is God, Mister Yoki sucks. Um. Oh yeah. So this is when like Envy uh goes sicko mode and like bites Mister Yoki and starts like fucking so it's, controlling it's his body. It, like Scar is just like carrying. A little monster envy back, and Mr. Yuki's fucking like flicking and like taunting envy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm so strong, I defeated you. Isn't that right, envy? You idiot." And then, so Mr. Yuki just keeps taking L after L after L by like so, immediately yeah. being controlled like a mech. Yeah, so uh, envy jumps up on Mr. Yuki's neck and bites him, and is like, "Oh, if you do anything to hurt me, I'll kill this guy." <laughs> if you want to save this man's life, you all. And they're immediately like, "We do not know this man. Please do your thing." We and everyone's go. like, "Well, d- goodbye, uh, Mr. Yuki. We knew you well." Yeah, almost like I'll never forget you, King. A uh, fucking <laughs> uh, Mr. Yuki. He goes to Scar, and he's like, "Scar, please, you have to save me." And he just like quietly turns his head away. <laughs> It's so good. So then Envy just gives up, and Yoki's like, "I am mad. I'm out of here. No more fake friends." But unfortunately, he's lying because he's the worst. Real, he says, "He says real friends. How many of us?" Yeah, he says, "I like the new Kanye better." Mr. Yoki is Kanye's cousin who stole his laptop. Yeah, you guys aren't being very wavy right now. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Anyway. So they fucking, they put Envy in a little jar and, like, start questioning, and Envy's immediately like, fuck the DEA. No. Yeah. I don't know shit. (laughs) I'm not talking to you. Nope, not happening. Um, I, is it them that they're like, oh, where's, uh, Edward Elric, the main character of the show, who the show's named after? Right. Like, oh, I think, uh, a mine caved in. Yeah, I heard he was dead, lol. Weird. Uh, then Scar realizes that he, he can't be on a quest for revenge. He has to, he has to change the country that wronged him. Mm-hmm. So, um, m- maybe he can still do that by fucking exploding dudes, but I don't no. know. We'll see. No. Gotta go hang out with Miles a little bit. He has to go talk to him. He guess he closes his eyes and remembers what Miles said, that he said the good things and bad things are equal. And he's like, hmm, he had a point. Damn. Scar um, said I'm gonna stop spending so much on candles, I have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he's like, okay, uh, Dr. Marco, we got shit to do. Here's what's gonna happen now, Scar said. I'm the leader now. Uh, me and Marco are gonna go to, to do what we have to. Al is like, hey, remember Lior? I feel like I need to go there for some reason. <laughs> uh, and Scar is like, here, Mei Chan, you have to go back to your country because this is not a fight for you. It's for our country. So you take, take this, this nasty little worm. Take this little nasty ass creature back to your country right now immediately. And then show Cer- show Cersei what we're fighting, and then she'll send her forces. <laughs> they 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 get to uh, Mei Chan gets to Cersei and tries to show it to her, but uh, Envy isn't wiggling anymore, so she won't believe that it's alive. <laughs> um, here's the thing: can I mm-hmm. can I compliment Arakawa for once on this show? Oh yeah, for sure, she deserves so, it. So yeah. like now that I know the truth of Envy Worm, um, mm-hmm. it's so good that like both Envy's works so well because we know that like the seven deadly sins is like it's sloth because he's tired like Mm -hmm. 
but the thing, like, and it, like, it makes sense that envy's a shapeshifter, because it's like, you're coveting other people, you want to be other people, you're envious, whatever, that makes sense, but then the one thing in the back of my mind was always like, but envy, you look so fucking cool regular, why are you envious? And then mm-hmm. now it's like, oh! Wow, using your themes and characters to tell a coherent story. Damn, it's wild. It's almost like, it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. Yeah, amazing. Anyways, everybody in the, everybody, everybody that's still in the circle is like, humunculus that doesn't die when you kill it normal world mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um anyway we cut to mate may chan is like goodbye everyone uh, they all they all you. go stand at the fucking crossroads goodbye memorial intersection in the middle yeah. of nowhere but they're like we found this great set piece where there's a big x on the ground where you can go your separate ways we have to symbolically leave right here instead yeah. of the house we were all just The Pokemon in. narrator starts saying, but they've made a friend for life, and maybe yeah. one day their paths will cross again on Pokemon. And then, it, and then there's just the episode of Butterfree flying away by this <laughs> fucking Envy. Like... <laughs> Nasty-ass little Metapod. Yeah. The, the the episode where Ash's Metapod was battling the other guy's Metapod, but it's two Envies just screaming at each other. <laughs> just using vicious mockery. Yeah. Um, anyway, Maytran's like, bye, I'll never forget you, and Alice's like, don't worry, Envy, I'm gonna be good at Alkahestry, and then I'll come see you, even though I have no idea what the fuck you told me before. Yeah, even though it's 1900 and there's no way of, like, contacting anybody ever again. Gotta go to a tunnel where my dad probably is. Yeah, bye. Uh, then we cut back to Greed's friend, Devo. Uh. Yeah, who in my notes I have is just, like, some, some sort of, like, um, drifter. Just crying through an alley, walking through an alley crying about Mr. Greed, wondering where he is. And that's, that's, like, relatable, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what our chat's been saying. Just, mm. like, just every day, just being like, where is Mr. Greed? <laughs> the Lord. And, and- and they see, I forget how, but I think there's just like two military guys and they're just like, ah, oh, we are looking for, uh, yeah, information. They're, st- they're staking out meat, but Izumi and husband oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are, uh, not nowhere to be found. And then the drifter is like, King Bradley, I remember him from the, the greed fight. I need to follow them to find Mr. Greed. So I think I will latch onto underneath their car like Cape Fear. Yeah, he hooks onto the bottom of the car and just takes a little trip yeah, to, I'm... uh, to Central so- or wherever they're going. Is this just like, is this guy like, is he like a chimera? Is he just like kind of yucky? Yeah, this was like, remember when, uh, the, the, um, Alphonse Kyodai fought regular OG Greed the first time he had like his crew with him? Oh, that's one of his nasty guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why when Greed had memories of it, he remembered all his nasty guys. Well, like, I knew, yeah, I just, I couldn't place specifically where I met this particular nasty guy. Yeah, there's a few of them in there. Because, like, they were showing you flashbacks, but also showing you Ling, so it's like, I'm focusing on Ling, because he's, he's, he's cool. If Ling's in the frame, you gotta be looking at him. Yeah. Um, remember fucking Alex Louis Armstrong? Every day of my life. Like, in the first, I feel like in the first third of this show, he was, like, my fucking number one character, and, like, I still love him, but I just, like... I, it's weird that I, I can't just call him Armstrong anymore, you know? Exactly. There's other Armstrongs now. This is the, this is, uh, yeah, society Andy, has I don't want to pass the need for just one Armstrong. I don't want to play with you anymore, dropping Alex, Alex Louis Armstrong and picking up the new Olivier model. Uh, so he says, would you mind moving your foot sister because she's stomping on his foot and she's being mean to him? She's fucking bullying him in public at his fucking job. She bullied him in public at his job for like abandoning a war. For stopping doing war crimes, and she yeah. says he's a coward. But she says, but, I'm going to catch cowardice by being around you. And at the same time, like, Fight Song is playing, so, like, it's very easy to get sucked up into, like, the yes, go. <laughs> yes, queen. She's a girl boss. <laughs> Slay your brother. <laughs> um... So and then, and then Alex, Alex uh, which I guess is his name now, mm-hmm. is like, damn, with this attitude, how are you ever going to find a husband? <laughs> yeah, she fucking, like, wrecks him. She fucking hits him with the sweet shin music and dips. Uh-huh. Uh, and so just like, some, like, old military dude is like, what, That's like not to- fucking Falman? That's not- No, Falman is, like, a good guy. He, But he's, like, an old guy in Central with, like, the fucking, like, e-boy haircut. Falman doesn't have tiny little glasses. Gosh, I was so proud I mean, of myself. Time, time has passed, but it's like if Olivier came down from Briggs, maybe he did also. I don't know. But anyway, some so some old central guy who's not Officer Falman mm-hmm. says, "Do you remember the three simple rules to being a war criminal?" And she says, "Yes, absolutely. Here they are: Do not oppose the military. Do not fashion gold. Do not create people." 
Also, is that like a, I think, I feel like that's kind of a, like, a hee-hee Gendry is rowing, because, like, isn't alchemy literally, like, historically trying to create gold? Yeah. In, like, real life, they tried that. Yeah. So they, they said, here's the laws. One, don't oppose the military. Don't think too much about this one. Number two, <laughs> do not fashion gold. It would destroy the economy, which makes the numbers go up. Uh, so then he's like, here is my Sphinx riddle for you, Armstrong. Why should you not create people? And then she's like, hmm, well, I suppose it would be a morally, you know. I guess it's like sacrilege against God and evil and an abomination, I guess. And then he says some shit that's like the start of a Reddit comment, which is like, morality changes over time and between people. If you have the Enlightenment ethic and you read Voltaire Thomas Hobbes, you will find that morality is quite malleable, fair maiden. Anyways, (laughs) here's a meat freezer full of people. What's up? My name is Voltaire Thomas Hobbes. I'm 28 years old, and uh, I'm here to fuck shit up. Back at it again at the fucking dummy freezer. Yes. Uh, so she tur- he turns on a light, and oh, oh but he does explain. Uh, it's not it's not because of ethics or morals. It's to prevent the individual from having a powerful military. In force. this moment, I am euphoric, and then JoJo roundabout plays, and that's the end of the episode. She turns on a lot. He turns on a light, and there's a bunch of fucking like nasty dudes. Uh, it's, it's like the shitty guy in, uh, Diamond is Unbreakable who had, like, the puppet stand, but all the puppets have, like, nasty teeth. Yeah. And and they're all hanging upside down like vampires. Yeah, they all look like fucking Slade from Teen Titans, and then that's kind of it for this one. And then we find out that there's a little guy in the scene, but we don't find that out until later. Mm -hmm. Oh, my next, my last note for this episode is, oh shit, it's Hohenheim. Yeah, so you, you, you caught the post-credits scene. Of course, you gotta watch till the end. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I think it's, uh, Ed, no, Al gets to Lior. Yeah, he's like, hello, it's they, me, Alphonse. They find Rose at food store. uh where she lives. And then fucking Hohenheim is walking by in, like, a bandana and carrying a big two-by-four. And they just, like, stop and look at each other. Yeah, he's posting about family court and father's rights, and then yeah. <laughs> Al makes the Arthur fist, and then that's the end. <laughs> Oh, and there's also, of course, there's also, because Edward Elric is still somehow the main character, like, Rose is like, where's Edward Elric, the cute little boy that I'm friends with? And then Winry makes the official, like, shonen anime face of being jealous. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Dad shows up and Alphonse makes the Arthur Fist and that's it. He does, he does the Arthur Fist, like, three times in a He constantly minutes. does it. That's uh, not alchemy, Al. That's not, look, look at this trick that I learned from Mei Chan. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's distance transmutation. He's doing that. He does that fist in somewhere else in the world. Arthur gets mad. And he doesn't know why. Uh, that's the first episode. Well, let's check in with the Patreon. Dot com slash post Post. I'm doing a real good job today at saying titles and phrases and... Yeah, well. Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Where if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, all of last month's donations are going to various causes... Uh, in the whole Black Lives Matter protests and movement and stuff. We donated some to, like, bail funds, but uh, we haven't donated it yet. So if you have any uh, charities or groups that are reputable and, like, you know, good, let us know and we'll send money that way, too. Um, at $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including uh, Carry Me Home that I do with... Carry Me Home that I do with producer Brooks, I almost said. Yeah. I do that only. one with producer Kim. It's about Jim Carrey. Coming soon to you. Uh, funny. Part two. Uh, did, the show's fucking good. Did you finish? We didn't finish. We watched episode... So what What happened was we did the first part last month, and then we remembered, oh shit, we gotta do funny. Because we were kind of distracted by various things and not, <laughs> you know, not on yeah. top of everything for Yeah, us, th- for th- the same could be said about um, many of our Patreon-exclusive podcasts, uh-huh. which we will be rectifying soon. Uh, and then we, last time we were able to watch it on our TV, and this time it said no. Uh, mm. so I, so I had to, I had to find alternate means to watch it. We watched the, the first episode with, uh, Mr. Pickleson. Oh, that's good. That's probably the best episode so far. It keeps getting better. It's really, it's, it's good. I, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> it yeah, it's really good. Uh, and words and deeds that I do with Brooks. Uh, next, coming soon, this week, Metal Gear Solid 4, first part of that. Get ready to watch watch a lot of guys talking at each other uh, for a few hours. Yeah, I got time. Yeah. Uh, $5 a month, you get all that, plus shout-outs at the end of episodes, and you can send in requests for our music podcast, Fun Point. $10 a month, you get all that, plus special user status in Discord. 
and we'll make a Fire Pro monster for you in Pigot Championship Wrestling. Patreon.com slash postgamethrones. Thank you. Uh, we're at... I, I'd like to update the, the viewers, because I know this is kind of a running saga sure. on my end of the podcast. We did set up the air conditioner in our room. And most times we have to fucking rig this in a way that's like, okay, how can we just get it to work and stay there? But this time I ordered this like insulating foam and I lined the window with it. And not only are we, you know, keeping it brisk in here, but it, the sound is, it's not even that loud. So nice. I, I feel like I, I did a real, uh, real like housework. I, I felt yeah. like a dad. When we rock bell over here. When we rock bell over here. And we reached the half point of the episode and the room isn't a sauna yet. So. All right, let's go. I feel like, I feel like we can pull this one out. Uh, anyway. Ooh, wait until the mid. What you got there? It's the Aha Sparkling Water Apple Plus Ginger Sparkling Water flavor. Ooh, how's that? It feels so good on the throat. You know, we've we've been getting into is that is this Aha shit new? Is this like the new wave shit? Because yeah, it's like it's like the Instagram kind that I keep seeing. Because like the bottle, like the can looks cool. I feel like at some point Lacroix got canceled, and then yeah, and we were kind of like lost I for a little something bit. Something about that, but. Um, I, I simply like it when they have two flavors. Exactly. You get more of the taste. I'm just, I'm always looking for that new, that new thrill in the sparkling water industry. Exactly. Innovation. Uh, next up we have revving at full throttle. Bonfire. Are you ready to to rip our Harleys down the highway to Central? (laughs) Yeah, fucking, uh, dirt bike Alphonse. Uh, this one starts with Hohenheim saying, a long time no see, Al. I heard about your body and whatnot. <laughs> Pinaco told me about your body. Oof. Oof. Ouch. Sorry oh, that happened man, to you. Sorry. That, that's like my dad texting me, like, in, I don't know, three months after I started teaching and being like, so how's that whole school thing going? Yeah. Oof, I'm soft blocking truth right now. <laughs> uh... Do you, but do you think, do you, here's the thing, like, I, I can, I can appreciate that, like, Hohenheim, like, recognized that it was, like, Alphonse because he heard what happened and, like, Winry's there and stuff. But I feel like there's probably the possibility that Hohenheim gives this speech to every suit of armor that he comes across. He's like, hey, uh, hey, Al, how's it going? And then, like, some fucking knight is like, uh, excuse me, oh, sorry. Yeah, he just uh, sees, like, Sandor Clegane, and he's like, son, I'm so sorry, I've been trying so hard to make it up to you, and then... Mm-hmm. Anyways, some some scrubs come up asking for construction help, and I was like, well, see you later. Some, not only do they ask for construction help, they say, Mr. Ho, can you give us a hand yeah. for a bit? Which, in, in the, like, Japanese, I think they just said Ho-san. Right. But like that, there's no accurate way to translate that. Yeah, so. Crunchyroll's having a laugh. Yeah. Um. So Alphonse goes and talks to the guy who like works at food stand. Yeah. He says, "Thanks He's, for fixing the radio back then." Brooks remembers this. It looks it works great now. Brooks remembers this from episode three, and then he says, "Sure, we had some violence, but look at us now." Mm-hmm. Both, both uplifting and extremely downplaying the fucking like whatever it's known as in universes like the Leor uprising. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but look, we're, uh, we're building a fountain now in the town square. Exactly. We they said we've established anarcho communism in our town and everyone builds a big thing of wood. We don't know what it's gonna be yet. Yeah. But everyone's working real hard on it. We have a big soup line and every now and then a little girl comes up and says, I don't want to be hiding in the crypts like a little girl. I want to be fighting the White Walkers. They say I want to fight the White Walkers like you. I'm uh, sure I'm Shireen too, the sequel to Shireen, Davos, and I'm here to tell you that I'm <laughs> I'm brave, and that's the only way a girl can be brave. I'm named after you. My name is Liana Mormon. <laughs> no, what, I just what, came on that? down from the old winter town. Uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> j- just a simple Winterfell farmer, but I do declare, uh, I must enter those crypts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no, I whatever. I scooted my airboat down here to Winterfell. That's how Howland Reed went to <laughs> <laughs> That's why Jojen was sad all the time. Exactly. Anyways, uh, so fucking Mr. Yoki's like, I can't go work, I want to eat first, I'm the worst character, and they drag him along for some fucking reason. The proletariat chimeras versus the bourgeois Mr. Yoki. Yeah, Alphonse Elric says, from each according to his ability, and drags him along. Yeah. And then all uh, of his friends are like, shouldn't you be hanging out with your son, dude? 
Okay, isn't that your large son who sounds, he's like really big, but he sounds like a child. Shouldn't you be talking <laughs> Isn't that your absolute unit of a son? And then he's like, I'm nervous. I'm baby. I don't know. I don't even know what I talk about. I he's like, know. I don't know what I tell my son about. Hi, dad. And just this like hulking set that. of armor. I'll, I'll take this big rod. I'll carry it. Don't worry about it. I got Can- you. Can I ruin this scene? Because it's like a sweet Alphonse gesture, but the only, like the gesture is really nice that it's like, hey, you're like, you abandoned our family, but like, here, I'm going to help out and show you that I'm good and like, I'm trying to build a bridge. Mm-hmm. But like, does, Alphonse doesn't have like lactic acid, you know? He could, he could just do as much work as, as possible. I don't feel not. like he feels the pain of effort in the way that like a bodied person has. Um, unless he has that weird like, uh, soul mix up like he did when he fell in the snow. Yeah, like I know that when he was walking, when he was having sadness and he was walking in the blizzard, he was like grunting with effort, but I feel like that's not necessarily like... He was like, doing that, he was doing that so the viewer would understand his pain. He's doing what I do when I'm doing like the only the bar bench press where I'm like, whoo, ha, ha, just yeah. to like try to like pump myself up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so then we get, get kind of a Winry titties out scene. Yeah, this is, I'm good, man. Thanks. Didn't need this yeah, one. Bit unnecessary. She's like, oh boy, it sure is good to take a hot bath. And I'm yeah, Crunchyroll the... being like, putting out a tweet that's like, by your 18th birthday, you should have yeah. learned to make automail. And she's doing the the anime girl scene of bathing, where like half of her titties are like below the water, so you only see the top of them. And she it's says, the, "I'm it's, a teenager." It's the same shit as like the Melisandre bath scene, but like with somebody that I think is a minor. So yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and then Rose is on the other side of the curtain, and she's like, "You seem cool. Did you make uh, Ed's leg? It's a metaphor." She says, "Hold, hold up, one second. Let me think. I'm gonna make a, a, a I'm gonna make an extremely tortured metaphor. Just give me a second. She uh, fucking tries so hard. She says, "Okay, so you made the leg that Ed. Have you ever played one of those uh, like lying party games where you have to like figure out who the evil person is?" And you're, like, putting it together. So you're like, wait, two turns ago, you said this. But, like, last turn, this player defended you. So that means, like, that's what right, she's yeah, doing yeah, with yeah. this. She's like, okay, so you made the leg that Ed stands on. So in an extremely extended way, like, you got me to stand, too, because you made him stand. So I'm In JoJo's standing. Bizarre Adventure, the stand is the metaphor for, like, the power of one's soul. So mm-hmm. you have, stand means power. So you gave Al, you gave Ed power by giving him the leg that he uses to stand, which is a metaphor. She clutched her fucking, the thing is, like, I don't. Winry wasn't, like, sad or, like, mm-hmm. she was minding her own fucking business and taking a bath. <laughs> and, like, she just came in and decided to do a fucking monologue. You know the show's good because this is all we have to complain about. Can you, yeah, <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, renting an Airbnb somewhere and, like, you're taking a <laughs> bath and then, like, the owner just comes in and is like, Eddie, you're so strong and brave and just, like, talking to you like your dad? I, well, it would have to be my dad to do that. So right. in that case, I would be. But I, listen, in the before times when you could get an Airbnb, I would never rent one unless it said, like, the owner does not live on the property. Yeah. Same. Like, I wouldn't even think about going there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I um, Listen, I, I know we're in phase two, but I, I still can't share a bathroom with a stranger. Can't do that. Exactly. So she's uh, like, well, I fell into a little cult, but then the boys exposed Cornello's trick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Remember him, <laughs> Father Cornello? Anyway. Um, so she's like, then Ed, Ed got mad and said, told me to stand up for myself. And Winry's like, I know, isn't he a fucking asshole? I fucking hate him. And, and she's and like, says, that's no, his he's kindness. being nice. Well, those are his beliefs and you gotta respect it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Th- th- she says, by yelling at me, Ed taught me about anarcho-communism and here we mm-hmm. are. Yeah, listen, time makes fools of us all and here she we says, are. She says, do you need a towel? Dialectical materialism. No miracles, only fists. Thank you, little boys. <laughs> Uh, we go back to the Solice Baratheon Memorial zombie room, and the the nasty greed guy, he's, like, hanging out in here. He somehow snuck in. He right. used his, his skills and techniques to get in there. Uh, so he we see him, like, watching in the darkness, and Olivia is like, huh, 
dummies. These are sick, and I bet they won't ever come up again. So how do you get, like, the souls to um, put in the, the bodies to make them alive? And then the the very nice uh, military guy, he says, We take them from the battlefields. We ravage, yeah. Khaleesi. Oh, oh, we do it from imperialism war crime, Sun Tzu. And then um, this is that's when, like, Beto runs off, and he's like, Yucky Greed would never be here. He this said, is very rude, very nasty. He says, Central is scary, awful, and appalling. There's no way Mr. Greed would be in a place like this. Oh, shit, it's Greed. <laughs> it's Greed in a completely new body. What's up? Uh, I bet he's regular. He's regular. Uh, we go back to Alphonse and, and Hohenheim. And uh, fucking Hohenheim, he's like, how do I know, uh, how do you know that I'm not a spy? What if you're a spy? Metal Gear Solid Five. And he, he, <laughs> so Alphonse just like, I don't know, you're my dad, and I'm, like, 12, so yeah. I thought, like, I thought you would be nice to me. Yeah, can we get back to how you, hey, how come you look exactly like the final boss we saw in the underground? What's up with that? Then <laughs> Hohenheim's like, oh, well, uh, thanks for trusting me, you're stupid as hell, but, uh, thanks for being my son and, like, appreciating me and trusting me. It's uh, the second that- half of the show, so I'm good now, and I'd like to tell you and your your brother everything now. So he he tells him off camera, because we have to cut to, uh... Banks this- Bank! The Banks Bank. This is not... I forget these guys' names. They're not Zampano or Gerso, right? Or no. are they... No, they're different ones. They're they're the ones that have... That helped Ed with the, the, the nasty pipe. Yeah. That one. John Havoc, too. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, this huge guy, he's like, Oh, uh, hello. I am American man. And I'd American like to take man, it. large, full metal alchemist, adult, he's a, tall. He says, hello, I would like to take out money from Edward Elric's fund and one Diet Coke, please. Here is his official information. And I remember thinking like, oh, this must, they must be doing this on purpose because they know they're being tracked and they're trying to like throw the government off course. <laughs> but no, they just nope. did it. They're like, <laughs> uh, and then we, the guy, bank guy makes a call and says, hello, this is Banks Bank, uh, which is a joke I would make in some Yeah, time. this is Boats Boats from the boats, bank. Boats Boats, uh-huh. Someone just took out money for Edward Elric. Please, you have to go find him. Uh, Ed, this, another thing is, Ed did very much, like, have a huge metal rod impaled through his chest and he sealed it up with alchemy, but this is kind of a tummy soup situation. Yeah, I get, yeah. Yeah. Because it's not even like he's in bed healing, like he was out he on a powered snack up. run. He went Theon on it. Yeah. He he had to go get a couple of treats and, yeah. and skewers. He ain't, got, and he, he ain't got no tummy, and it made him more powerful, and he smirked and let his hair down. Hmm. Uh, so, a bunch of, like, army goons attack the place. It's some... I, have we seen this doctor before? He's not Dr. Marco. Is he Dr. Knox? That's the other one. It's not Dr. Knox. I forget. Dr. Knox drove away, and he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's Dr. Knox, because there was, like, an old lady who I never saw, too. Yeah, and they're like, we're we're doing secret help for the resistance, and there's mm-hmm. a large regular man from the bank, and he's hiding under a blankie. And then like- <laughs> I, I really wanted, so, like, the, the military guys, they, like, storm the place, and I really want to know what the plan was, because you have the, like, lion mustache chimera guy, and he's just getting his, like, hand bandaged up or whatever, and the doctor's like, oh, the other guy is in the back. And he's just, like, laying in bed. Like, like they were looking for him. Yeah. Like, what did he think what was the plan? <laughs> and the fucking central guy's immediately like, you went to the bank today, you were under arrest, and, like, holding him at gunpoint for going to the bank. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I will slowly take my... Yeah, there is, like, yeah, I don't understand the plan at all. I guess they're just trying to kill time so Ed can be epic outside. So Ed walks in. And then it's it's a very, like... Uh, the, the guy standing guard, he's Ed, Ed, Edward Elric comes back and he's like, the guard's like, hey, we're looking for a full metal alchemist, Edward Elric. He has like long blonde hair and like a cool red jacket. Looking for a small ass baby boy. And he's very tiny, but this makes Ed mad and he beats the guy up. Uh, then, uh, can I tell you how stupid I am for once? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, he, <laughs> the, the, you hear sounds of like, oh, 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 like guys getting beat up. And then there's w- the one guy in the, the room with the bed holding the gun. And you see, like, a metal arm go through the wall and, like, choke the guy out. And I thought, oh, sweet, Alphonse is here. Me too! Me too! Because <laughs> also, like, that's, like, definitely, like, an Alphonse thing to do. Because the like... way it's framed as, like, a big, like, hulking, like, power move. Yeah, he, you hit, know? The, he hit the Dario Naharis through the wall. He did, and he choked him out. But no, but then it's, it's Edward, and I was like, it's oh. Edward Elric hair down revving full throttle. 
Okay, he does say, um, I'm going... Yeah, one of the guys is like, shouldn't you be healing? And he says, no, I'm running full throttle. No, check um, this out. I'm going to eat an entire bread, and I'm holding groceries <laughs> the whole time. So then they leave, and the doctors are like, okay, please, just go get out of here. And in the hallway, there's more uh, central guys, and they're like, stop, or we'll shoot. Get away from that innocent bystander. <laughs> and they all look at each other, and the fucking huge guy, he's like, don't come any closer, or I'll blow this kid's head off. And you just see Ed, like, dangling, <laughs> like, uh-huh. limply, just like, ah, oh, all right. Oh, man, I guess I'm baby. I'm baby. Uh, so they, like, run away, and they get in a car, and there's a car chase through the fucking city streets. And you see, so Edgy's like, okay, quick, make a turn up here. And you see him do, like, alchemy hands, and you're like, oh, is he gonna set a, set a trap for, like the the people pursuing them they turned down the road and he transformed their car to look like the fucking grave digger like yeah <laughs> i don't even it's like a purple monster truck with like spikes and like huge exhaust pipes coming it's out of like the back if you colored the batmobile when you were seven and yeah if you tried to draw the batmobile from memory at eight yeah. seven and you only had like three colors yeah you only had like box. the primary crayola markers uh-huh and, but then the, the fucking cops are like, oh, I must have went that way. Like, can you imagine seeing that? Like, even living in a world with magic, if you saw that vehicle in, like, fucking 1900, you would lose yeah, your goddamn like before mind. before the fucking Russian Revolution, seeing Gravedigger <laughs> on your street. Just sitting on the street. I'm surprised that the guy at Banks Bank wasn't like, I'm currently calling you on a telephone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the room with you and you can hear me. Uh, so then the Chimera guys, they're like, hey, next time you pull a trick like that, can you transmute us into something a little more plain? Yeah. Ed says, what do you mean? This looks cool as hell, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you remember he's fucking 14 years old, and like, yeah, probably. Hey, Ed, next time can you transmute your brother into Gravedigger? I think that would be cool. <laughs> can you, yeah, you should have, uh, eh, dr- fucking, like, dragging your bones to the Gravedigger you keep in the backyard to get a cool <laughs> giant monster car yeah, brother. Yeah, uh, uh, Nisa, I'm, um, I'm going through the snow, and it's gonna be very hard to get through all by myself. Can you please transmute me into a big monster truck? We, we need the hugest wheels possible to get through here. Um... So make, so he could have just made Roy Mustang's car bigger, huh? Yeah, that was just for us to <laughs> laugh at. Yeah, it was... But it's not even like the car was transformed in a way that, like... It wasn't like just the colors changed. There were, like, additions to it. Mm-hmm. Like, they had spikes and fucking, like, evil teeth on the front. Like... Yeah. <laughs> equivalent exchange. Um, So we go back to, I think... um. Alphonse, right? Yeah, and Hohenheim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hohenheim's like, wow, you have to be a big idiot dunce dummy to believe anything I just told you of my story. And Alphonse is like, well, I believe it, so. Yeah. (laughs) Head empty, he says. Head empty. Literally. Nothing here. Yeah. um, And he he gives, he's like, that's the reason why I believe it. He's like, well, I'm armor now, so. uh." Yeah, I was about to, like, because they, you know, it's shot in a way, anime style. It's shot in a way that, like. (laughs) You don't, you're supposed to like, oh, is Al really going to believe this? And like, if he was really like, no, me, a sentient bag of armor is not going to believe this. That would have been a little silly. Um, also, mm-hmm. like, I think I'm supposed to know everything that Hohenheim told Al, which mm-hmm. is like, but I was really pissed in the last scene because it was like, sorry, I can't tell you everything until your brother gets here. And I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate that fucking trope. But then I was like, we did sort of see Hohenheim doing everything when we've had full episodes dedicated to him. So I guess I do already know it. And then, and then Al's like, wait, okay, so I have a question. So if you're like an immortal philosopher stone, uh, how, um, exactly? And he's like, hmm, well, my son, uh, my soul is a philosopher stone, but I'm still the person I am. Meaning Hohenheim can fuck, so... Yeah, if you really believe in yourself, you can turn your body into a stone sometimes for once, and then you can let your hair down and you become epic. You become epic. Father sucks, though. He's, he, they said he's a fucking, like, catcher's mitt, or whatever. Like, he's, he's just a bag of leather. Yeah. Um, but then fucking, uh, Hohenheim turns and he's like, but we have to act quickly because the promise day is almost here. Yeah. I feel like we haven't heard about the promise day until, like, we knew there was a plan. Yeah. But they just all decided to call it the promise day now. Yeah. I do like that, like, Al, he produces, like, the paper plans to make Xerxes 2. And he's immediately just like, oh, Worm, you realize this too? Sick. Oh, sick. And you're <laughs> smart, my son. And that's Thank when you. Alphonse is like, 
we got to go destroy the tunnel. And dad, and his dad's like, no, there's a little boy down there. Do there's not a special fuck little with him. boy in the tunnel. You cannot go there under any circumstance. Look up. Do not fall. Do don't fall for his lies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, dad says Dio's world two is coming and the uh-huh. sun God will be there and it'll mm-hmm. be cool. And, uh, Every time they show the fucking ruins, I always think it's like the Maria Ross place, but it's fucking Lior. They keep tricking her. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the rat guy who's getting his ass kicked by the new greed. And I was and like, ugh, can this scene go go by quick so the episode can end with characters that I care about? And then Ariko is trick. She gotcha. He says, it's me, Beto. You remember from Doublelift. Have you forgotten yeah, your friend's I'm, face? I, I'm named after the minion noise. Uh, so then Greed's like, oh, yeah. From Dublin. Okay. Blap. Just <laughs> wrecks him, stabs him through the chest. Oh, yeah, I remember you, bud. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. That was the old greed. Bye. Yeah, Fucking the old him. greed can't come to the phone right now. And then this Sorry. is where I start to get, because then greed gets, like, a little bit of, like, static memory and doesn't care for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, Ling is here. And if in another anime, Ling would be the protagonist. Yeah, Ling Yao, he wants to speak to the manager, and mm-hmm. he's like, I don't think that was very cool, and, like, Greed is starting to, like, have botheration's face, but in an anguished way, mm-hmm. and it's like, why are you suffering, dude? You killed your friend. Stop lying. Uh, Ling Yao tells him, you have sunk to a new low, Greed. What's the idea of killing one of your friends? There's no way you can forget it. Friends are connected by their souls. Everyone yeah, knows you can, this. You can't erase that. Death Stranding. And Death Stranding, yeah. I, next- I definitely played it. Yeah, me too. I've only played the first level where you carry the boxes. It seems fun. I'm going to play it one day. Um, and my next note was just like, bro, I love anime. This rips. Yeah, because like, it's Ling Yao just like sitting crisscross applesauce in like the the greed void zone of yeah, hell. Blood void. And like, yeah. he's say he's doing like the friend trope and it's still fucking rules. He's, he's doing the friend trope at like the screaming halo skull demon inside of a homunculus's body. And he's yeah. like, friends are the power of life. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then greed, like we see greed, like cradling and screaming at his dead friend. And it's really affecting good shit. Hiromu. Uh, then we get one quick scene of the, the delightful, a uh, nice, Bradley, a nice family, family together evening. And uh, and Mom Bradley is talking to Son Bradley Salim, and she's like, "What will I read you, Salim? Would you like to hear a Good Night Moon or the Very Hungry Caterpillar?" And Bradley's like, uh, "God damn, I love this shit." Fucking greed just like blasts into the room and attacks him. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, and fucking Bradley was reading a paper that says like Drachma launches attack, suspected informant inside, and it's like fucking the Drachma commander wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> But the fucking, so yeah, the last thing we see in the cliffhanger is Greed Ling Yao is here and he's fucking pissed. And the, in the fucking preview is like, literally says, it shows them fighting and it literally says, who will survive, me or him? Which is interesting. Next episode, whips ass. And it looks like there, there's a, it looks like there's a new fellow who looks quite a bit like a member of the Armstrong family. Looking forward to meeting that fellow. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of fun. There's two great fights in the next episode. Yeah? One you already seen a little bit of. Yeah. It's weird how, like, um, Greed was, like, a really, like, interesting fight, and then he went away for a while. And there were still good fights, but, like, I missed the Greed fight. Mm-hmm. But now, now he's back, and it's a good fight again. Mm-hmm. Fantastic shit. Gather together those who are like-minded. That's what oh, the, Oh, uh, shit. When Beto, like, finished the greed spiel, that was so sad. <laughs> I love you, I love Beto. you, Beto. We love you, Beto. Sorry to have, uh, despaired I'm sorry to not have any memory of anything about Dublith at all. He was just trying to find his friend. Yeah, it was sad. He called him Mr. <laughs> he called him Mr. Greed. Would you rather be Mr. Greed or Mr. Ho? I think I'm... I'm gonna be Mr. Bucciarati. Okay. Yeah, I, I think greed, uh, voice like OG greed. What it was, Bucciarati. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. Um. Anyway, those are the episodes. Good shit. Uh, and it, it gets better. Yeah, I feel like I say this every every <laughs> other week, but it's just true. Yeah, we were talking off the air, and uh, it really is wild that we're only like it looks like about two thirds of the way through. Hmm. And tomorrow wild. is the promised day. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, let's check in and see if I've got any questions. Uh, let's see. At, you love to hear it. 
on Twitter. Uh, we usually post the day before we record, which is so questions usually go up on Fridays. So check in there. Um, let's see. First one this week comes in from Abolish the Police on Twitter. Yeah. If you had your own Cersei Lannister endless hallway filled with one thing, what would that thing be? That's a reference to the wildfire hallway, yeah? I, there's a, get, cause the first thing my mind goes to is the Solite, the Solis hallway of, right. uh, of her, her fetus study. Mm-hmm. So it, it, are we keeping it in with it? Cause all of these are done to give you like an ominous, you know, feeling. Yeah. So it couldn't just be mine. You go and I'm like, here, I have something to show you. This is where, you know, all of the dark magics of the world are concealed. And it's just the heads of every MLB mascot, like, lining... Okay, that's cool. <laughs> like, lining the attic. Yeah. <laughs> but with, like, the eyes, like, no, not on the mascot, just the head with nothing in it. Like, dead-eyed, <laughs> like... Uh, like, the... You have to go to, like, the forbidden area to see the Phillies mascot. Yeah. He, he, he's the one... The, the entire fanatic is in, like, a tube... Just, like, suspended <laughs> in, like, green goo. Yeah. Mm. Um, I would like to line my endless hallway with, like, um, radical literature that I haven't read. Yeah. Like, that I can pretend to. But you say, like, ah, oh, yes, this is my, uh, collection. Oh, yes, yeah. Gramsci? Yeah, he's here. Sure. Yeah. I know where that is. Of course. Uh, let's see. Next up, Slitherbite on Twitter asks, Just a thought about greed. He's artificially created. He came mm. out as a fully formed hunk and lived like that for 200 years. He has never experienced puberty, and now he's stuck in the body of a 15-year-old. He's not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good point. Probably. But, di- so, here I need to go back to um, JoJo lore for a second. I know sure. these are two to- separate um, like timelines, but we know as a fact that something in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is you go through muscle puberty. Right. I believe that Greed has already gone through muscle puberty. I mean, Lang has, because he's strong and can fight good. Right. It's just that the dimensions in Full Metal Alchemist world are, like, toned down. Mm-hmm. Because everyone doesn't look like Alex Armstrong. Only he does. That's true. So. I'm just, I'm simply delighted by the thought of, like, being, like, being, like, a big, sexy 200-year-old guy and living that way and then having to, like, go to pre-algebra. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit, this again? (laughs) I love being immortal and then having to learn the formula for slope. Yeah. (laughs) But and just, like, smiling and getting, like, a 97 on it and, like, vowing. He's like, ah, I want everything! I want 100! Um, let's see. Next up, from... A streetcar named Chargebug on Twitter. Funny how Dapio and Salim are both adorable little boys who may or may not have committed war crimes. Anyway, if you could get your very own government-assigned persona like Mr. Gorilla and Mr. Lion, what would you choose? I feel like if I I decided a lot, I haven't fully gone through with it yet, but my persona is a koala. Um, but that seems ineffective if I was to be like a fighter. Sure. And, like, the government wouldn't assign me that. Like, they wouldn't be like, we need a koala in our forces. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I'm if I'm going tactically, obviously, and this is my answer for a lot of animal questions, you gotta go with the hedgehog because, like, it's tactical, but also if you're doing anime, it's like, I could shoot spikes, even though that's actually only porcupines who can do that. But, like, if it was, like, a guy that I could turn into at any time, mm-hmm. like, the way that Mr. Grill and Mr. Lion can, I would much rather be, like, a chill, like, manatee. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been seeing a lot of manatees lately, and I've been like, that's the life. I, yeah, I, I want something that gives me, like, cause you know, like, uh, like a gorilla or a tiger or whatever, they're just, like, standard land-based creatures. I want something that gives me, like, power over another domain. So I want to be, like, yeah. a bird or, like, a fish or, like. Right. I want it to be, a, I want it to be, like, a felony if anybody, like, hurts me in the wild. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'll, I'll go a fly, like, a bird that can fly. Cause I want to be, like, the penguin chimera. Like, I'd be so fucking pissed if I was a penguin, dude. Yeah. That's one of the ones they just tried out for fun, and you're like, ah, alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's not making the force, but... I do also, while because uh, Dapio was invoked, and we, just, we haven't talked about Dapio in a long time. Mm. Um, 
So on our most recent Dapio Friday, uh, in our chat, people were posting Dapio. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody posted a picture of Diavolo and Dapio, and I was literally like, who the fuck is the other guy? I thought you were going to talk about when the person posted, like, the mirror Dapio emoji, and we all just f- f- freaked out. That was that was fucking wild. It was a wild Friday. <laughs> that was jarring. Uh, um, anyways, yeah. Mm. Shout out to Dapio. Shout out to Salim. Uh, Stephanie on Twitter says, no question, just wanted to say happy Salim month. <laughs> happy Salim month. Happy Salim month. Uh, also, I'm, I'm just gonna go, we got three no questions, just kinda like, statements for us this week. Okay. Uh, I'll go by, uh, through them in order. Uh, no, from Rain Samantha on Twitter, no question, just saying that Alphonse Elric is a trans boy. Mm-hmm. Can't dispute that. Yeah. Uh, and finally from, uh, Apocalyptic Midwifery, this is a friendly show, Elliot, on Twitter, no question, simply stamping this with the Tormentor seal of approval. <laughs> All right. That was a follow-up to our last... uh, Yeah. But Elliot did uh, kind of another statement here from Elliot, the Tormentor. This one just says, society has progressed past the need for Yoki. This is true. (laughs) Co-signed on all counts. Yeah. Uh, Just just putting... I'm, like, looking down this list and just putting check marks next to everything I see. Yeah. Ronald Reagan did die during Salim month. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Uh, finally, question comes in from Antigone K, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Alphonse is shaped like a friend here, but which, oh, this is in reference to the image in the, uh, the po- questions poster yeah. this week. Alphonse they is shaped like a, like a friend here, but which Full Metal Alchemist character is shaped the most like an enemy? Hmm. Which, which one of, of Gerso and Zampano, which one of them looks like a big yellow Goron? L- I'll look them up. Gerso... FMA. So Gerso is the Gerso's the one who shoots like the goop out of his mouth. See, I don't like that. And Zampano is the spiky guy. Right. Uh-huh. You know who actually is most shaped like an enemy? Not Barry the Chopper, but his friend. The the Slicer? The Slicer. Slicer Full Metal Alchemist. What's his name? The one that looks uh, like Papyrus. <laughs> the Slicer brothers are a pair of serial killers. <laughs> Man, I'm so, I'm so mad that we already did our branding. Uh, let me see. Cause, it, yeah, he's just Slicer. Like, yeah. Yeah, Slicer the Sky Dragon. Mm-hmm. Species. Humans, souls bound in armor. <laughs> cool. I like how, like, very specific wikis, like, find unique ways to fit the weird, like, weird stuff about the series into one, like, umbrella. So it says, like, unique trait. Two brothers in one soul binding. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. sure, like, I'm, I'm sure once the series is over, once I know I'm fully out of the woods, I'm going to have a fun time just reading, like, Envy's page. I'm sure that's got some, like, really great turns of phrase. A, a really fun thing is going to the section on the Full Metal Alchemist Wikipedia and going to, like, the 2003 anime section and being like, what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> uh, it's just, like, not even... Like, you could really go now if the, if there was, like, a filter for the 2003 version and just read some, like, what sounds like weird fan fiction of what we know. Mm. It's like, yeah, so in this one, uh, Rath is a little boy named Salim, and you're like, what the fuck? No, he isn't. <laughs> no, that's, no, we're proud of him. It's different. Uh-huh. He's only, he's only wrathful when he doesn't get to read the miraculous voyage of Edward Tulane before he goes to bed. <laughs> exactly. When he, when he has to go to bed before the ending of James and the Giant Peach and he doesn't get to see how oh, it resolves. I love that movie. Anyway, that's, uh, the episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you, if you can, uh, go out and protest. Or if you can't do that, like me, <laughs> donate yeah. or, contribute in any way you yeah, can. Yeah, if you are immunocompromised or if you don't, if you're, you know, you don't want to get COVID, uh-huh. um, plenty is of stuff to sign, plenty of, plenty of police departments to harass on Twitter, mm-hmm. plenty of things to donate to. Listen, if you can gum up the police department works by any time they post, like, our officers were assaulted and they, they post, like, one, like, Velcro child shoe, just post, <laughs> just post the Peter Griffin Rick under it. Yeah, like, you have you would uh you have tactically been approved for full deployment of yeah. of peter.jpg with Rick yeah. with Rick of Rick and Morty's face. Get Peter JPEG, save it on your desktop for easy access. Let's drag that right into your Twitter client of choice and get that ready to go anytime you need it. Yeah. 
Um, next week, uh, we so coming this week, we have a <laughs> lot of content for you. We have uh, Carry Me Home. We have Words and Deeds. And next Saturday, we for Front Point, we're talking about Mitski, Bury Me at Makeout Creek. So... Mm-hmm. You are gonna have a you get get those those podcatchers ready because we are giving you that content that you crave. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, I don't know if you crave it or you could do without it. You're gonna get it. So, mm-hmm. um, that's it. Are are you ready for our our patron read? Yeah, dude. Am I taking this one or you got it? Uh, I don't have it. I can if you want. Let me. Okay. Well, let me. Well, I'm gonna have to open it up. Let me. I. You know what? Rest well. I'll, um, okay, all right, I'm gonna well, open. Well I'm gonna make the most annoying, uh, like noise. So I, I did get one of those um, hydro hydro flask water bottles. Sure. Um, and it, listen, if we want to get spo- if we like, we're looking for sponsorships. They should really, you know, hit us up because this shit works. I, I accidentally were, got like water and left it overnight, and I was like, let me see how this is in the morning. Ice cold. Ooh. Great shit. The only thing is, it makes... I try not to do it on the air, because when you open it, it makes a very annoying noise that I'm about to do right now. I don't know if Hit this me. will pick up. Wait, hold on. See, it wasn't closed all the way, because I knew it had to do it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> That's right, Snake. It'll keep... Put some ice cubes in your water bottle to make sure you have <laughs> cold water out of moments. Are you... Open up your menu and click ice. I don't know. Are you um, like an ice water guy, or are you one of the perverts who likes it at room temperature? You know me, and you love me, and you know I'm an ice water guy. Mm-hmm. And if it's mm-hmm. crushed, forget about it. We love we love our crushed ice. We need to get a like stock of Sonic ice. Yeah, and just like have that in a big deep freezer cooler. Yeah, that's what People- you want. Your endless Cersei hallway of like their nugget ice. Uh, the, the nugget ice, yeah. Uh, that's also, that the most fucking, like, galaxy brain shit is like, uh, yeah, room temperature water allows you to drink more of it quicker. Sure. Whatever. That's just an excuse. Yeah. That's like saying the crust is the best part of the pizza. Nah. <laughs> do not engage us on this topic. Yeah, do not engage. Um, thank you very much <laughs> to our $5 and above patrons. Caroline Savage, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, Sylvie McAvoy, Hecabee, We Lord Vegeta... Valerie W., Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna Exby, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice, Kay Darling, Nero Wyvern, Reliet, Burgermeister, Barrier Trio, Bean, Magdalene Jen, Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, Nicholas Tartaglioni, Regular, Nicholas Tartaglioni, parentheses, Regular, <laughs> Sarah Lucky Dice Curvy, uh, Audrey Olson, Emily Vanderwolf, Derek. Great big sword, parentheses, regular. Regular. Alex C, Nick Jagged, Stephanie Ruff, Ducky Aisha, Hex of Lexi, Janos Capovari, Black Hi- Black Hayate is a very good boy, Raleigh, R, Eddard Stoink, Milk Succubus, Ongyen Kololifer, uh, Dr. B Dandy, Ryan M, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destry Hawk, Sarah and Blair, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, Matt Ribeiro. Matt Ribeiro! Regular. <laughs> Sorry, I was Beto for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I'm, I'm cramping, I was, I'm cramping, I'm cramping calves over here. I was, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Uh, Ryan West, Elliot Valentine, Alex Schaup, and Ava Loran. Uh, thank thank you. you very much. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, Kim's, uh, Nintendo Switch just came in. So oh. I'm gonna go get her set up and show her how to play Animal Crossing, because she doesn't know what video games are. Not Perfect. a, not a judgment, just, you know. We've been saying Gamer Kim a lot in the chat this week, and it's becoming real. We're hyping it up, and it's gonna be, we're willing it into the world. So, yeah. it's happening. Uh... So yeah, uh, what do we got? Carry me home. Words and deeds. Fun point. See you next weekend. Struggle well, human. Struggle well, human.